Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to another episode of Is, Is This Gonna, gonna Cause, cause an, an Argument? I'm your host, Marcus Tanksley, a.k.a. Tank, and the other host, what? We say, what's up? What's happening? We say, what's up, family? What's happening? Welcome back to another episode of Is, Is This, this gonna, gonna Cause, cause an, an argument? argument? I am your host, Marcus Tanksley, a.k.a. Tank, and my other, other lovely host is... I am the sexy, the ever the only, that chick, mm-mm. And if this is your first time tuning this in, this is my part. And if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. We're so glad to have you. You're right, Robin. It is. This is, I'm trying to bring in the audience, if you wouldn't mind. If this is your first time, like I said, welcome. This is a weekly podcast that we do every Wednesday, me and my husband. And we talk about things concerning our family, concerning families in general, marriage, relationships, love, hate, all of the things. (laughs) (laughs) And I am so excited that you're here. We are joined by our Patreon that we have so affectionately named our immediate family. The reason being is that we consider anybody who is a supporter of us family, but their immediate family because they've decided to give a little more support that Mm -hmm. we truly appreciate for the low, low of $5 a month. They get to see us film this live. They get to do um, activities with us that don't have anything to do with this podcast. They actually get to see every podcast we shoot. Pretty much mm-hmm. live. Let us tell it. Here's the thing. The bald and the beautiful. And when it comes back, mommy confession. So join us at www.patreon.com forward slash that chick angel. And they tune in with us on live that nobody else gets to see. Would Not live. Mean? They tune into it with us. They will be this coming Friday. Yep. Like we got to figure out what time. But we yep. got to figure out what time. It was supposed to be right after. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We will be live with our Patreon and only our Patreon. Doing a little follow-up. Doing a little follow-up. Doing a little discussion. Having a little fun. Mm -hmm. Talking about the things. Babe, this is your part. So, hey, y'all. You good. We usually kick this off what? We want to tell them about the sponsors. Oh, we got sponsors today, y'all. And we are grateful for our sponsors. Listen, when we have these sponsors, if you have a service that you already use if you hear something that you are interested in just switch over to our sponsor because when you support our sponsors you support us let's say if you already ordering shoes and we say hey we got a sponsor and they got shoes for order check them out put in that promo code because again you support the sponsor you support us you help us pay for all this stuff you help us pay for shirts that barely cover angels areolas you help us pay for lights (laughs) help us pay for kennedy's set here Editing, all of that. And we greatly appreciate that. 
Well, I'll let them know who our sponsors are. They are Shopify, mm-hmm. Earning, Earning, and ZocDoc. And ZocDoc. Zoc we, you will hear more about Zoc. those sponsors later on in the episode. Yeah. Anyhow, family, we usually kick this off with one or two segments. One of those segments is Tanksley Pride, where we talk about one or all of our four children, our four boys. We call them the Tanksley Pride. And the other segment is uh, Get It Off. No, it ain't Get It Off Our Chest. What is it? <laughs> In my feelings. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's the segment, baby? That's, it's, let us tell her. Get it off our chest. Oh, okay. I was uh, like, what? It's literally the same thing. In my feelings. We talk about something that's got us feeling good, something that's got us feeling any type of way. Uh, you struggling. You want a safety pin? You're going to need a safety pin no. size of my foot. No. Trying to cover these titties. Yeah, I don't need a safety pin. It's pulling down. You know what? It's because it's pulling down. Those know, of y'all fighting know. the spirit of stripping. I know. There we go. She it. <laughs> Here we go. Lies. Okay. All right. What's got you feeling some type of way? <laughs> I don't want to do it in my feelings. All right, dude. We're going to do Tanksley Pride. We just finished doing a parent teacher conference for the twins. <laughs> yeah, we did. Literally, right before we started filming. We were actually going to start this podcast an hour earlier. Yeah. And what a blessing it is to have such well behaved. Just yeah, well mannered, eager to learn kids. Like I do not take that for granted. Our boys is up in this thing, trying their best they really to be are. the best. And it is just like I know that's not everybody's story. I know, even though that is my expectation of them, he made it in, guys. That went right in. Go on. I. Boom. Love you. So, um, Kennedy back here laughing behind that computer. <laughs> Anyways, I um I just expect that of them, but to hear that they do it, and it's also me realizing that's not what these teachers always experience. Nah. And they keep saying, Oh, the teachers just love they do. your boys. I'm like, oh, Cause they yeah. are just adorable. I don't know what's going to happen when Amar starts school, but I'm so glad that them first three though <laughs> they yeah. paved a way of just. They already know we do a good job. If Amar come along and jack everything up, they know it's him and not us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be like, okay, that's what right. I'm betting on. Um, but yeah, no, we uh we got to see they do this thing called where are they or like where are they at. And it's like a little scale where they tell the teacher between one or two things what they're closest to. So organized, yeah. unorganized, a morning person, a, a night, night, night owl, owl, fast worker, slow worker. Um, uh, what else? Beach or the mountain, take trips to go home. And seeing, for the most part, Kai truly knows himself. Yeah. 2AT. Other than, yeah, no, he knows himself. Um, where Cy, that baby... He's still trying to find himself. This is stuff that I want to post on social media, and then I'll shut up for my take sleep ride. I want to see if our Patreon can get it. Our sons, our three oldest sons, I asked them what car they wanted when they grow up. One child answered they wanted a Tesla. Another child answered they wanted a Dodge Charger. And the... uh. Another child answered they wanted a Lamborghini or a Lambo. 
Which of my three oldest children said which? I want to see y'all's responses. It's in actually the very easy to answer that. <laughs> that's just the only person that's gotten it right is Nina. Yeah, the, the, yeah. It's it's if you think it's if you think about the child and the car, it's so easy. Yeah, that's why I was surprised when you got yeah, it wrong. When I said it, I was like, "That ain't right." Uh-huh. <laughs> um, my Tanksley pride. My Tanksley pride. I'm trying to think. It's been so much going on. We've been busy. Mm-hmm. I had these boys last weekend. Angel was out of town this past weekend. Angel was out of town, and I was chauffeuring them around all day. Around. It's interesting the uh, chemistry between Sakai and Marcus. Mm-hmm. Um, Kai being the, I don't know. He, this is what Kai was doing yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was rating his brother's riz points <laughs> all right and i will tell you this unless we ask for it they will never just compliment each other in a good way Mm-mm. kai was rating riz points he said sigh that's not gonna ha- i don't remember what the discussion was he said sigh that's not gonna happen because dude bro you literally have zero riz points it sounds like what whatever so sounds like he's like i have more riz points than you. he was like no you don't bro your riz points are at zero Marcus's risk points are at negative 500. <laughs> and Marcus is still, he's halfway asleep. He's to the point, he don't even like respond to Kai anymore. And then they go in on this whole, uh, and I'm glad you brought up that they, uh, um, you Marcus prayed for the war the, the, in Israel oh, right now. Yeah, uh-huh. Because we're on our way to school. This was, that all happened I can't remember when exactly when that conflict happened, when it started to hit the news. Like that uh, Wednesday, I was taking him to school. Uh-huh. Kai said something about, you know, the war, you know, the people fighting right now. Marcus was like, I don't think it's a full-out war. And it was still, like, new. I hadn't re- really mm-hmm. looked into it. And then um, that's when I was like, no, Marcus, it is a war. I just don't know, the, you know, the ins and outs of it, mm-hmm. of everything. But this past weekend, I sat and I watched and researched for probably three hours. Mm-hmm. As far as mental health, probably the worst thing you could ever do mm-hmm. by seeing how graphic and how bad it is mm-hmm. and like the things that have been done to both sides. But then hearing that Marcus prayed for him, I'm like, I, I didn't like hammer it into their heads of what's going on, but they saw the stuff, some of the stuff that I was seeing and some of the stuff I was researching. So I'm glad that kind of bled over into yeah, yeah what's actually going on. It's crazy. Just real quick. I say this all the time is I see myself living my dad's life mm-hmm. like and I remember being a kid being younger and whatever conflict was going on in the Middle East. I remember my dad watch sitting there and watch the news. It, it was I know it was a lot of Russia that dude they had the big yeah. uh, spots, the uh, birthmarks or whatever on his head. He, yeah, him. He was always on the news. Uh between Reagan and the first Bush, it was always something going on. I remember daddy, I was watching the news. That's when uh, uh, Iraq, uh, Iran, and all that kind of was not that it's not still going on, but through the middle, I've always remembered just watching that stuff and watching the news. And somebody right now is Anderson Cooper, but there was always somebody out in the field, and it's like they're always ducking and looking. I'm like, they're sitting here watching me watch the news the same way I used to watch my dad. And yes, watching my dad and seeing the same stuff. Yeah. It's insane to me. Ain't nothing new under the sun. It really is. Um, 
I thought you were going to bring up because there's something else I need to bring up. I just got to go back. It's oh, so much. I, don't I thought know. you were going to bring up your your youngest getting big. Omar is finally growing. I don't know if y'all knew this or not, but Omar wore three T for eight years and he's only four. <laughs> he has not grown at all. And just beginning of this year, four T stuff was still a big on him. Oh, huge. And then Angel was like, oh, he's getting bigger. I said, Angel, the clothes you just bought like bought are not too small. Yesterday. Yeah. The clothes you bought are not too small, but they're not big to where he can grow into them. They can fit him like right this moment. She was like, they're 4T. And I said, finally, he's getting, he's 4T size and getting bigger. And then he's standing in front of me as we have this discussion. And I looked down and I was like, his head is literally closer to my face now. Mm-hmm. Like it blew my mind. I was like, oh, he's finally grown. He's getting bigger. <laughs> he's my little baby. And he's getting bigger. Yeah, he's finally, he's getting bigger finally. Oh, but I got to tell y'all about my big baby before you move on. And I'm trying to think if we if we're capable of doing an ad right now. Yeah, we've been going. You think so? You said 15, right? 10, 15. Well, let's go ahead and talk about, because, yes, somebody asked, is Mama Likes dropping a box this um, winter? Mama Likes is going to be dropping some stuff. I actually have the stuff for the, well, no, 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 I don't have all the pieces for the box. But I have it, and I'm definitely going to be dropping something, and I'm going to be dropping it through uh, Shopify. You know, um, when we started podcasting seven years ago, like having an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now selling Mama Likes and it's so easy because all I use is Shopify. (laughs) Shopify is a global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch of your online uh, shop stage to the first for real life store stage all the way to did we just hit a million dollar stage Shopify is there to help you grow whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system Wherever or whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converted checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. We've been using Shopify for our businesses from their conception. Marcus's Beard and Body Butter uses Shopify. Mama Likes uses Shopify. It is the easiest platform I could ever think of using for e-commerce in that, like they said, there's so many levels as you get more comfortable, as your business goes to different heights and places, Shopify is what you're going to want to use. They have so many different, um, um, like tools that you can use to enhance what you're doing. I just don't see me ever not using Shopify as long as my business is up and running. Shopify powers a hundred, oh, excuse me, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash argue. Argue. 
That's all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash argue. Argue. Now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash argue. Argue. What? I hate Alex. What'd she say? <laughs> Queen shit doesn't use Shopify. <laughs> <laughs> it sure don't. And it, don't it never will. It sure don't. My oldest baby. Let me tell y'all this. Homecoming's coming up. Mm-hmm. And I got to see this lovely video of this boy uh, asking a girl to homecoming at the school. Black boy, black girl. So beautiful. Not that their race matters. The only reason why I'm bringing up the race is that black boy was the only black student there for several years at this school. The black girl was the second black student to show up at that school. Mm-hmm. And so they've been very close friends since they've been there. And he did just such a nice proposal, promposal, or not prom, homecoming proposal. And they're just friends. There's no like, this is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend. They're literally just friends. So I said, well, Marcus, you should do that too. He really wasn't interested. And then I explained to him, my little soapbox. Mm -hmm. I said, let me tell you the reason why I'm saying you should do this. Um, cause he has, he has friends that he goes to this, that go to the school that he's known since they were one and they've known him since he was one years old. I said, you are at a school that is heavily predominantly white. And what you don't realize being a black girl, I said, being a girl in general, because of the way society is. We're the ones that usually wait to be asked to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that's not really going to change anytime soon. Yes, there are times where girls are the ones that are doing the asking. But for the most part, society has girls wait to be asked. And I was like, I do feel like it is important that you as a black male make sure that your black female friends understand that they are worthy of being asked and you can ask them to go just as friends so that they completely understand that you don't like them in that way. Mm-hmm. And so when he was just like, yeah, I don't know, I gave up on it. And so I was making plans for him and his guy friends to get together yeah. and get. And, huh? Yeah. No, and I had to talk with him, too. Oh, tell me what you said. So I was uh, after hearing what Angel was saying is like you could uh, go as a friend. I told him how. Uh, my best friend I grew up with, I took his sister to her senior prom. We went to two different high schools and it wasn't, you know, I seen her like a dang near like a little cousin or a little sister because me and him were so close. And uh, I think he's a year and a half older than me, I think. So he was already out of, you know, high school. Mm-hmm. But she, uh, I don't know if she saw me or called me one day. I can't, I know we had a conversation. She was like, um, I'm not really trying to take nobody at my school to prom. She said, would you mind taking me? And I was like, of course. Like, mm-hmm. of course I'd take you to prom. And we had a good time. I mean, we had a good time. Granted, it was a predominantly white school, too. I was in there like, I couldn't even dance. Because <laughs> no, they put you off beat. Yeah, I've never them. experienced that in my life. Uh-huh. I literally had to close my eyes. And she was like, she was like, why is your eyes closed? I was like, because your classmates is throwing me off. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. But I explained that whole situation. And I was like, it's like, by me taking her, I didn't, it didn't matter if anybody thought anything because anybody that knows us should already know that, right. you know, it was not a thing like that. And I was like, and it, it feel good to me that she was comfortable enough to come to me and ask me, yeah. but had I known that she was, didn't have anybody to go with, I would have asked her anyway. I was like, you yeah. want, you know, you mind if I take you to prom, yeah. but you know, marketing. Eh. 
It's fine. That's his language. So I didn't think he was going to do it, right? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something uh, cool with his guy friends. He's got two friends that he's, like, really cool with. I was like, you know what? They can come over to the house and get ready. You know how girls usually do. They get ready at one person's house. I was like, they can get ready over here. We'll feed them and everything. And then I'll... um, Get an SUV to pick them up. And, you know, they could show right, up to homecoming. Let me get my colognes out, fellas. Right, right. Have a <laughs> good time. Walk through right? that. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, ask the boys. Ask the boys um, if they want to do that. And, you know, I'll talk to their moms and coordinate. He was like, okay. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I asked her. And I was like, oh, what? He said, <laughs> I said, hey, uh, did you plan on taking anybody to homecoming? Um, because... If not, like, would you would you mind like going together as friends? <laughs> and his friend was like, "Nah, I'm good." I was like, "Oh, oh!" I said, "Well, I just want you to know, at this moment, I am like so proud of you, right?" And his dad was like, "Did you? How did that make you feel?" He was like, "It didn't make me feel no type of way." I said, "That's also why I wanted yeah. you to do it for yourself. The stakes are low." Right. This is like you're getting practice, feeling comfortable asking um, a girl about going out. I said, this is not somebody that you necessarily wanted as far as in like, oh, if I could really go with this girl, it would make me feel great. I said, so you getting practices make you feel yeah, like you could do this when you were ready to, you know. Right, right. And I, yeah, and like I told him, I didn't even go in full detail, but. I told him, I said, you know, there are quite a few girls at your school that would hope that you would ask them mm-hmm. to a dance or a date or anything. He was like, he, he made like a face. I was like, you don't. I said, how many times have me and your mama ever been wrong? He said a few times. He said a few times. <laughs> I, name them. I dare you. We've known things about this boy. He don't know how to pick up on social cues that we be picking up on. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm on campus and like me and him are walking together. Somebody speak. They always speak in groups. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, Marcus. It's like, hey. And then they giggling and stuff. Like, he don't see that stuff. No, no. I'm like, there's a few girls that would love for you to ask them. I said, but you, you're not there yet, so so be it. Yeah. It's all good. We ain't rushing you into doing or thinking or acting any kind of way. <laughs> and listen, I had told. Other than caring about your appearance. Yeah, Lord help us. I had told the mom. That he might ask. I had forewarned the mom. I was like, yo, my son, I said, I don't know if he's going to do it or not. A part of me wants to make him do it. But mm-hmm. I said, we'll see. He might ask your daughter to homecoming. She was like, oh, my God, that would be so sweet. And I was like, I don't know if he's going to do it. I said, but let me forewarn you that he might. And um, she was like, okay. And I remember actually the, that morning before, I was like, so I said, are you are you going to ask? Are you going to ask her? And um, he's like, I'm not sure. I said, Oh, you wait. I even said to him, You ain't gonna ask her because you're not you're not supposed to ask no girl last minute to homecoming. You're supposed to give them time. So I just thought that that's it was dead. Anyways, I uh, texted the mama. I said he asked. She said no. She said, Oh my god, I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, y'all's little internet nephew is growing up. And I love it. I love how he handled it. He didn't feel he there was no sense of rejection on him. He was just like, listen, mm-hmm. I did it, I asked. Also, he probably relieved. I know he is. I'm he sure is. he wants to go with his guy friends. He wants to go with his guy friends. And uh they are in that 
whole thing of even though he says he's not worried about it, he's worried about what people are going to think. Like, oh, people going to tease us for dating or something like that. Yeah. Which, you know, they may. I don't think that'll even happen. I think he still has trauma. He's seen the stuff that happened at his other school. Yeah, yeah, Thinking yeah. that all that toxic stuff carried over to this school. And I it, mean, it and there's some childishness, but they would get yeah, over it. Of course. Yeah, because I even uh, said the, the, the two that the boy who did ask the one girl, I said, is anybody picking with him about it? He was like. No, nobody's saying anything about it. I said exactly. Like, you can go with somebody as yeah. a friend and it's not a big deal. But, um, yeah, just proud of him. And actually, I'm also happy. I'm not mad that the girl said no. It's also nice that she's given the opportunity to. She ain't got to go. She doesn't have to say yes if she doesn't want to. Right. Being able to uh, with him. Yeah. So I was actually kind of like. Well, that's actually really good that she yeah. got to be able to be like, no, nah, I'm, yeah, I'm not I, interested. I, yeah, I even put it in the same vein. I was like, just like her, I don't remember when I didn't know my friend's sister. Mm-hmm. Like, we literally, from infants, we have been around each other. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that's how far back we go. I said it's literally the same situation other than it ain't no senior prom and this ain't. Yeah. Uh, and you're asking her, but yeah. anyway. So. Shout out to Lil Marcus. Can't wait to show y'all pictures. I got to pick up what he's going to wear after this. Yeah, I got to shape him up. Yeah, but he's going to be fly. He's going to be cute. And he's got abs now. I said, what you, I, we found out that he's doing push-ups and crutches and sit-ups. sit-ups at night. Yeah. I said, oh. It was what annoys me about his, like, lackluster approach to dress, like, clothes, like day-to-day clothes, mm-hmm. is he likes getting dressed up and looking good. Mm-hmm. Give him a nice outfit. Mm-hmm. It's like you like it? Yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah. You got all the tools in the closet. Yeah. He just <laughs> like, he, why don't you do this more often? He wants to get jacked. You need to be working with him. I need to work with me. Well, maybe. Why is Kennedy <laughs> laughing so hard? Kennedy, look. All right. Nobody <laughs> asked all that. Y'all I ain't worked out since the Monday of the week. I found out I had COVID. Yes, yeah, I worked out that Monday. Went ham. Tuesday, COVID says, sit your ass down. It did. And I ain't worked out since. I'm going to get, I would have worked out yesterday, but I think that Zyrtec took me down. Bless uh, it. I'm going to be working out today, though. Bless it. Bless your heart. All right. Moving on. Yeah. You want me to give you the next? Yeah, what is it? Uh, we uh, we can choose. Topic? Oh, no, 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 no. no. Let's do a. Uh, yeah, because it's always a, yeah, toss up. Hot Tanksley. Take. Hot Tanksley Take. I ain't scared. I know you ain't scared, boo. Uh oh, this is a good one. Hot Tanksley Take is the same we do. Angel throws me something random. Um, and I just give my feel about it, and it's usually negative. Mm, yeah, no, I want a negative take. All right. <laughs> on on Sex? Yes. First of all, <laughs> the older you get, the more you appreciate sex. And the older you get, the more stuff you want to do. And the older you get, the more stuff you are not able to do. <laughs> <laughs> Please it's explain. a trick. All right? It's not appreciated. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, being younger, going around, doing, all right, fine. You 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 ain't got the mental capacity to fully appreciate sex. Mm-hmm. But then you get older and this is like, it, it, things get better. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're married, things get better. It's just relaxing and it's just like, 
I need to do this five more times today. Your body ain't about to let you do that shit. <laughs> you know, five more times in the next two, three days. That ain't happening. No. You know what I'm saying? You're doing things. You When your climate getting d- dizzy, about to pass out. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You got can't the long stroke, you getting ab cramps. I don't care what you're doing at the age of 41. I don't care what kind of athlete, how good a shape you in. If you doing that long stroke right on top, you gonna cramp up. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to stretch. Ah, ah. <laughs> you got to stretch, pull all that straight, keep it from locking up. Sometimes I just ignore it. I just keep going. It's like, you know what? If it snaps, it snaps. <laughs> It'll be worth it. If it's not, look, it's like, like, what's wrong? I got a herniated a muscle right, got a herniation right here in my ab. Oh, well. That's what I'd be expecting. It, it's a trap. Why, why, why we set up like that? Who set up? It should have less of a desire to do things. Well, th- and th- I don't. It, you, you, so you trying to tell me that your desire is the exact same as you as a 20 year old? They would be if I was able to do the things I was able to do. <laughs> I don't let my mind go there. Uh, Titties. Look at Angel, y'all. Struggling over here. I'm not struggling. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm together. It's, it's, it's holding it's, a blouse closed. It's, I don't want the blouse closed. I want it open. I just want to make sure I don't let my areola peep over the lace. It's and then the, la- the lace looks so much like the edge of my areola. No, it that, don't. That is the edge of your areola. No, it does. It looks like it. It looks like the edge of my areola so that I keep getting nervous. Like, oh, God. Bed positions ain't even the same no more. Used to be, be able to hit nine different positions in the bed. Now we got two. Mm-hmm. That's it. They work real they well. Work. They, they work wonderfully. Mm-hmm. But mess around and try something you use. Look, let me tell you something. I didn't even tell you. <laughs> I was laying on her side. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh, man, who is about to get in it? I used to pick Angel up and just move her where I needed her. Oh, you those things? No, I did that a couple months ago. I didn't even tell you. My back, Marcus. <laughs> there was a muscle in my back that was mad at me for about eight weeks. <laughs> I, I was can't. like, ah, let me pick that up. Oh yeah, I remember. But it's fine, and that's what's messed up about the man's brain. If it's the right kind of injury, we don't care. We'll endure it. You could tell a dude, you know what? God can be like, I'll let you do this, <laughs> but you're going to snap your calf muscle. <laughs> How many times you get to do it? Twice. Bet. <laughs> Run it. <laughs> we ain't going to care. But if you snap your calf muscle, there's a tiger that's going to chase you in three weeks, and you ain't going to be able to run from him the way you want to. Is he going to kill me, though? Like, we ain't going to care. <laughs> we will not care. Sex. <laughs> that's my that's my outro <laughs> I thankfully take I miss I you singing the things I miss it don't uh, y'all miss it of course they do I ain't doing it that's so you like for people to want something from you that you I won't didn't like give them. I did it once or twice because it was funny no. and then I didn't want to do it no more why it was, can't even hand me my stuff please um Go ahead and put the camera on. Oh, before you get up, put the camera on me. I'm going to kick it to this break, and you're going to make sure you cross behind the camera on the couches. All right, listen now. Life doesn't happen biweekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. 
Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Listen, I understand the life of living paycheck to paycheck. And when things interrupt that schedule, meaning some unexpected expense that you know you can afford when your paycheck comes in, but that expense is like pay me now. This is where an app like this, in my opinion, is super duper helpful, especially if you're not sitting on a huge reserve of money, which a lot of us aren't with the cost of living and stuff and the everything just costs so much more inflation. Having earning as a tool that you can use for those times. I know when used properly can be such a big help with your financial um, goals and the things that you want to do in life. Make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning Today spelled E-A-R-N-I. Excuse me, I'm going to spell it again because I was about to go off the rails. <laughs> download download Earning Today spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in argument under podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help out the show. Argument under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, daily max and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank Interest, member FDIC. What? The what is wait. Oh. You... Oh, so you no longer hosting? I'm now taking over. All right, so I needed something. Today's main listen. So do I worked out. Today's main topic is we're doing a Q and A episode. We haven't done one of those. I feel like in about two years. <clears throat> We've been no, the uh, last producing. one was definitely last year, um, but I think early. Oh, yeah, I have no idea when that would have been. Um, so we're doing a Q&A episode. Me and Marcus are going to first a- ask each other a few questions, and then we're going to turn to our Patreon, who has sent in questions to us. Um, we like to do a Q&A episode every now and again. Not often, but every now and again, because we don't always know what people want to know from us. And so uh, I figured this would be a good time to do it as we enter into the Last quarter of catch the year. Em. Catch them. My titties <laughs> is doing fine, okay? They're doing great. She said, I'm going to get bold and move my hand. Listen, and I'll stay just like this. Mm-hmm. Won't move at all. Um, It'll be over. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. It's in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should point them down even more. There we go. Um. Anyways, first question for you. Mm-hmm. Why is it? That you don't like when I flirt with you. Why do you, why, like you sit there and you laugh, but then you be like, I'm so annoyed with you. Why, for instance, earlier today, I came in, was flirting, and you were laughing. You were like, Angel, leave me alone. And I wasn't even doing anything crazy. 
And then when you ready to actually like, you just mean. Please answer the question. I was letting you get it all out. I've answered this question before and I'm going to answer it again. Y'all see it. Y'all see Angel. Yeah, she's pretty. She's gorgeous. She's intelligent. Thank you. She is outgoing. She's an amazing wife and mother. Thank you, baby. Angel is also goofy as shit. Goofy as hell. But what what about when I'm not being goofy? You flirting and you being goofy is the same exact face. You listen, you goofy (laughs) in all aspects. No. Yes. What's my goofy face? Make a sexy face. (laughs) My sexy face is me staring at you in your eyes. You goofy and do that. What? Yes. I'm confused. Me staring at you when in your you eyes. Mess, when you just messing with me, <laughs> you stare into my eyes. Let me tell you. And it's hard to disconnect because Angel, Angel will come stare at my eyes if I'm sitting on the toilet if I don't lock the door. <laughs> so what you doing? You having a bowel movement? <laughs> and that's, she'll use the same voice, the same face, and the same eye look. No. So how am I? It's hard to disconnect sometimes. It's hard for you. Oh, so you say it's hard like, to, to differentiate when I'm being. No, serious? it's hard to disconnect you being goofy and being serious. I never know. That's what so I said. Don't, differentiate don't do, don't between do, goofy and serious. What I'm telling you is, don't do the eye stare. Don't do the look and the little pouty bottom lip thing. Just come touch me. That's how I'm gonna remove. I, wait, I did touch you, and you said, <laughs> "Get your titty off of me." Be- no, no, not in that way because you was being goofy at the time. <laughs> yes, you were. Again, Angel treats her titties like toys. <laughs> if it was a room full of people, if she could get away with it, she would walk past me and take her titty and smack me in the face <laughs> with it. But you would do the same thing with your penis. But you can, you know when I'm serious and when I'm not too. <laughs> Well, because yeah, the you well obviously your penis changes sizes depending on if you're serious or not. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gotta be serious. Oh, well, there we go. <sighs> That's why. <laughs> okay. All Unless right. there's a long lead up to, is it's, it's hard for me to tell the difference. Okay. And even when I can't tell the difference, my mind is already laughing. <laughs> no, you, you just be laughing at me. Every, it doesn't matter. Because you goofy. You know you are. I feel like I be trying to be serious and you just don't want to be serious with me. Lies. So the next time you being goofy, I'm like, so is it serious or goofy? I'm, you Are you going to be like, I mean, if you see it as serious, it can be serious. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Ask your question. My question. Why don't you have a different sexy, flirty demeanor than being goofy? I feel like they are different. How? Um, I feel like when I am being serious, like, I feel like I'm giving the energy of serious. And then, but you begin to laugh, which I feel like. That is more so of the blurring of the line than what I'm doing. When I'm being like silly with you, I feel like I'm doing things more so to just annoy you versus when I'm flirting with you, I'm doing things that I know you like done to you. Okay. I'm glad you said that. Okay. Because also Mm -hmm. 
when you are trying to annoy me, you do things that I like. That and you use those things to annoy me. Like what? When you being goofy, uh-huh. let's be transparent. And you throwing <laughs> your titties in my face. You know I like being rubbed on my head. You will do that all at the same time. Okay. Okay. So when I say though, I'm being serious. Why don't you trust me when I'm saying it? Because you say I'm being serious when you're being goofy. <laughs> no, I think you're not understanding. I'll be serious. And that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's your laughing. Why don't you know how to flirt? I do. I, I tell you I do. Next question. <clears throat> Can we move to their questions? I feel like they got better questions. Okay, let's let's go. Let's go. So, uh, look, uh, who was that said that? Shiggy said we need passwords. Her saying the password, she would be laughing in the moment. No, you're She'd gonna laugh. Like, you're gonna pineapple. Why was I about to say pineapple? <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna say pineapple. If I said pineapple, you would bust out laughing because it was the way you said. You were like pineapple. No, I would. I would not do that. I would go pineapple, and you'd be like. Shut up, stupid. That's what you would say. Because she would say pineapple while we sitting at a table full of people. Yes. See? <laughs> yes, why is that? Go to their questions. They got some good questions Why is here. that a problem? You, you are a lost cause. Oh, okay, whatever. Angel, would you give up eating all shellfish for the rest of your life if you could go on a one-month tour with Beyonce? No. <laughs> just for a month oh so for the rest of your life for the rest of my life listen no <clears throat> i love beyonce but i love shrimp there, it is. there you got it i'm so sorry no no because she gonna be eating shrimp while we on tour yeah she gonna eat that shrimp i'm not you imagine how bougie beyonce shrimp is they probably Beyonce shrimp probably walks up to the grill. That's what I said. They probably say, "Hey Beyonce, I'm gonna go kill myself for you." Yeah, no, no, no. Now I love y'all. Know I love Beyonce now, but that's not happening. Would you give up eating like shrimp and lamb to kick it with Jay Z for a month and go see? Hell no. <laughs> he said, "Absolutely not." Keeping my shrimp. I love some shrimp, y'all. I love seafood. Nisha Grant asked, did I have the tea? No, I'm not high. <laughs> I'm not high. Maybe later today, but not right now. <laughs> okay. I want to know if you're going to give the answers to the cars. I'm uh, going to give it at the end. Please rem- remind me, Kennedy, before we sign off to give them the answers okay. to the cars. Let me see. Uh, Marcus, would you be willing to give up? Oh, this is from Lene. Yeah. Excuse me. Marcus, would you be willing to uh, give up brown liquor forever if you could get a fleet of any seven vehicles you choose in custom garage? In a custom garage. In a custom garage. Let me tell you what. Richard, our friend Richard, sent me a, y'all, this the car from Gone in 60 Seconds, the Eleanor car, a Mustang. I said, I have family members I would give up for this car. <laughs> uh, the answer is yes, I would. Oh, I was about to say, you better. Absolutely. I'd be um, like, 
Yeah. There's cars out there. I got cousins. I would, hey, y'all can have this person. Give me that car and them keys just for one. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the answer is absolutely. I would definitely give a look. Brown liquor ain't doing me no uh, healthy favors. Uh, Divine <laughs> Equinox 13. The tea is a, um, it's called Sip Good Tea. It is a cannabis infused tea. The tea is delicious. It's just one day I got high out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't get, I didn't feel nothing when I said it. I had it brewed twice. Oh yeah, I need to do that then. Yeah, and I was that I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> any lessons you've taken into all your business ventures today? And you have the gift of prophecy. When did you realize it? And did it scare you at first? How do you want to be remembered? All three of these questions are great. So let's start with you answering any lessons you've taken into your business ventures today, into all your business ventures. Any previous lessons that I take into the business ventures now? I think any lessons um, that you have. Yeah, I guess answer it that way. That's fine. I was going to um, answer it the other way. My bad. Um. I would say one thing going into business, especially now, even, you know, back before, you know, I we started this whole thing is easy come, easy go. Um, meaning that if something is too easy to attain, it'll probably be extremely easy to lose. Uh, I never looked for quick money, mm-hmm. quick gain on anything. Uh, mm-hmm. Things take time. Um, and that's, that's just one thing I took into it if, uh, and to keep in the back of my mind of don't look for a return right away on everything. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like that's, you know, that's, that's, that's the beginning of something that's going to be short lived. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely had to learn and took into consideration that if you don't run it like a business, it's not going to grow like a business. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what oh, that's we learned. Good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's something that me and Marcus had to learn with this podcast. Um, he wanted to see the money and the growth of it, but he, we both were not giving the business the type of um, priority and structure that would cause it to grow and make money. Um, <clears throat> same thing with any, like, Anything dealing with social media, because social media is a wild, wild west. People just want to approach it any old type of way. But when you really set out to like run it like a business and like do it the right way, even when there's no one there, even when the money isn't there, it will grow. Like there there is no other way anything else is going to happen. If you actually do it consistently, you do it with some sort of intention behind it and run it like a business, meaning knowing who your audience is and what type of service you're actually giving them. It will grow because your audience will find you and like you might be so niche that your audience is a smaller audience. It might not be, you know, a Tabitha Brown, you know, 20 million following across all platforms or what have you. Um, it might not even be a Kev on stage, which is an uber black, uber Christian platform. 
It might be something smaller. There is an audience and your audience will find you if you put the stuff out there. So I had to learn that because I kept trying to put this off as like a side hustle. Yeah. And that's why I was operating like a side hustle. Yeah. Very inconsistent. Yeah, no, I uh I what you about to go into it? Um, go ahead and then I'll go into it. No, I yeah, starting this off, I uh wanted to see something from it and the fact that we weren't seeing anything and again on you were treating it like a side hustle, I was treating it like less than that. But I wanted it to be more. And that's when I realized, okay, we need to take, we both realized we need to take it serious for it to be taken. We, if we don't take it serious, ain't nobody else going to take it serious. Correctly. Correct. And then uh, somebody Correct. said, I'd be give up, give up on our, I wouldn't give up nobody in my immediate family. No. So if I got cousins, I would give up for a nice dinner. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. So raise your hand if any of these things sound like you. You obsessively follow that super credible, credible, excuse me, health expert on TikTok. You take all the latest supplements your almond mom recommends, even the ones that don't taste so great going down. I be taking, listen, I, I could probably glow at night the way I be on these herbs. You embrace the latest diet craze that your best, best friend swears by, whether it's eating no carbs, all carbs, or only carbs that grow on trees. I know that there are some of y'all in our Patreon that done done all of the diet crazes. I am one of them. You follow your coworkers' non-step skincare routine plus an eight-step hair grooming routine every night religiously. Okay, you listen to all of these health-obsessed folks, but when when was the last time you went to an actual good doctor? Like a in real life with a real medical experience in a stethoscope. When is the last time that happened, okay? If you have to think about it, it's time to hit the ZocDoc. There are thousands of top-rated doctors on ZocDoc. They're all listed with verified patient reviews so you can find and book a doctor who not only has years of experience in an actual medical degree, but also gets you. We used ZocDoc about two weeks ago. Marcus was having something going on with his leg. And, um, you know, we at the age, we're not playing with our health, okay? If something don't seem right, we like somebody who knows the answer or can help us figure out the answer needs to look at this. So Marcus hopped on ZocDoc, and we were able to find a doctor that took our insurance and a doctor that was not far away and a doctor that was able to see him while I was in town. Cause Marcus was like, Hey, I want you come to this appointment with me because I know you're going to ask the questions that I forget to ask. Yada, yada, yada. It was super simple, super easy because I'm going to tell you, I'm a part of a bunch of mommy groups and we're always asking for recommendations for doctors. There was one recommendation I got from them that was so terrible as far as in, I was not happy with the results from that doctor. <laughs> so it's best that you get it from from uh, ZocDoc because you'll be able to find the doctor that is right specifically for you. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones that take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. Once you find your doctor that you want, you book them immediately with just a few taps on the app. No more awkward waiting on hold with a receptionist. Go to uh, ZocDoc. Okay, I'm going to tell you where to go because, listen, we use it and you should too. Absolutely. Go to ZocDoc.com slash argue. Argue. 
and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today, okay? That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash argue. Argue. ZocDoc.com slash argue. Argue. Okay. Next. Oh, the other question. Did I, was I scared when I found out I had the gift of prophecy? No. It just really confirmed for me, like, I have been a Christian all my life, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember a time where I wasn't, like, indoctrinated with the Christian belief and faith. So I've always grown up with this thought that God could talk directly to me. And that's what I always expected was that there will be clear communication between he and I. So when I begin to like have very clear, I guess, visions of things to come and I would speak on those I was like, well, that's just what's to come. So it wasn't really like a, oh, God, what is happening? It was like, yup, ain't that what y'all said? Mm-hmm. We're supposed to. Right. <laughs> I think when it came to <laughs> me knowing my husband's name, it was because it wasn't a thing of, I don't think I clearly knew that that was God. I think for me, I really thought, Honestly, it was my imagination. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do. Sometimes I still get that confused. Um, I said to my therapist, I don't know sometimes if I have the gift of speaking things into existence or if I have the gift of prophecy. And she was like, why is it an either or? Mm-hmm. Why is it not both? So that's more so of the thing that I battle with now of I feel like I've spoken a lot of things into existence, both good and bad. And I also feel like the Lord speaks to me very clearly. Like he'll let me know, hey, the situation you're about to go into, there's a lot of terrible energy. Guard yourself now. Yeah. You was the one that let me know I had the gift of discernment. Yeah. Like Angel was like, she was like, you have, and it took, I think, some years because Angel was like, you don't, uh, you always meeting people, you don't like them. And I'm just like, it is what it is. And then she saw firsthand of like me being around somebody. It was one person, I think, Two and a half minutes yeah. of them just coming in the room and speaking to everybody. I was like, No, I call this man judgmental. I said, yeah, Why are you so ju- judgmental? I was like, That person is crazy. Like, I don't trust them. She was like, You don't even know them. I'm like, All right. And then lo and behold, <laughs> it's like, yeah. And then it happened a few times of just her witnessing me, like, kind of like scan people, like, just first meeting when it was just like, I'm getting a bad energy. She's like, You have the gifts of discernment. I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and then the last question that was asked in that little three-fold question was, um, how do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as someone who entertained people and made them laugh. It's the same thing as my what I feel like my purpose is. I'm, I feel like I'm supposed to bring joy. Um, I feel like I'm supposed to make people uh, love themselves more. So... Um, that's how I want to be remembered is that when people have come in contact with me, they felt better about themselves. Not so much me. I want, uh, but if that can be, if, if that's how they remember, like, Oh, when I was with angel, I remember I was looking so good. And she pointed out how my, my, uh, shirt went perfectly with my shoes. I knew I was killing it. Like I want that to be a part of what I'm remembered by. And then uh, that I was a good wife and mother. Mm, that was me. I was gonna say I want to be remembered as a good father, a good husband, a good son and brother, a good friend, and an honest person. Amen. Amen to that. 
Okay, the next. The rest of it can kiss my ass. No. <laughs> next question. Oh, my God, Angel, I have a question for you. How did you overcome gender disappointment when you wanted a girl so bad? I just found out my first is a boy, and I'm going through it because I wanted a girl. Listen, I had to go through that multiple times. Went through it mm. four times. And <clears throat> that's the reason why I did not find out the gender of Amar, because I knew that I could not beat it. Okay, <laughs> so what I yeah. mean by that is I knew I was going to be disappointed again if I found out I was having a boy. But I also knew if I pushed myself to not find out until the very end that I wasn't going to care that that baby yeah. was in my arms. So I, um, you know, some people feel like it's selfish to want a specific thing. Okay, it is. Yeah, you can feel that way. And it, it, and it still don't change it. Right. <laughs> it still don't change it. Uh, with the twin, I don't know if it was with, no, it wasn't with Amar, or was it? Or was it with the twins? I, don't, I think, yeah, it was with the twins. Um, I I went through disappointment, and I got snapped into reality harshly. Uh, not harshly. What's the right term? Abruptly. Abruptly. Um, I worked with uh, – I had somebody that I uh, – he was contracted under our building, and he had uh, three daughters, one with special needs, like extreme special needs, like in a wheelchair. I think she had, she had mental issues and everything. And um, – we were me and Angel was going through this disappointment of finding out that we were having two more boys and no girl, and you know we both halfway sad about it, and I was I was really sad. It was I was like God dang, and then his daughter ended up. I think we went through it for like four or five days, and his daughter ended up passing away, mm. and that snapped me right out of what I was feeling because mm-hmm. I was like, how dare I be disappointed about a healthy child? Yeah. Like yeah. that, that really like snapped me. Like God was like, shut the hell up and be grateful. Mm-hmm. Like that's how, that's how God talked to me. I don't know about y'all. Make a time note of that. Oh Kennedy. yeah. Uh, that's how God talked to me. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he was just like, that's but that's how I took, I was like, wow, let me not. Um, so even with the, uh, I found out before Angel did with the Mar, I was like, oh man, but I never went back into that whole, mm-hmm. man, I can't believe I, you know, I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. I still sometimes dream of a girl. I do, but uh, I am a boy mom, and it's uh, it's beautiful how God keeps bringing kind of like daughters to me. Mm-hmm. You know, Kennedy, our assistant, all her and all. Y'all of her was gonna siblings. say we got four, five, six. We got quite a few daughters. <laughs> <laughs> so God is still giving me an outlet, and we skipped the diaper changing stage. Listen, listen. <laughs> So um, they're there. I still feel blessed. Um, mm. One of the little girls at Marcus's school wanted me to go with her homecoming dress shopping. Um, so like there's, there's still moments where God gives me like little bittersweet moments uh, with other people's daughters. So I don't I don't take that for granted. Um, it says, uh, I think I've heard y'all talk about tank thinking and oh. planning something well, OK. Anyways, let me see any ch- tips on how to take the leap and not get getting stuck planning forever. I lost. uh, So Seti, what I would say about that is you got to set deadlines. That is. So for instance, Marcus is always constantly in the analyze phase of planning. Mm -hmm. So 
I lost my spot. You know, to... Deadlines are the things that we have to do with like we we're trying to get back to our weekly meetings, our weekly weekly business meetings. Right. Because Marcus then knows by the next meeting there should be progress, not just in thought, but progress in actual action. And we actually use a part of the meeting for conceptualizing to help actually do any analyzing because that's the part that he actually likes. We have to find this out in therapy. Let let me answer that if it's about me. (laughs) It's not just about, it's not about you. She's, she's saying that you get stuck in the planning phase forever. So she's asking, are there any tips? Go ahead then. Anyway, yes, I tend to overanalyze, tend to be a bit of a perfectionist. So setting deadlines is what definitely helped me. And even, um, Instead of taking bigger chunks, take much smaller chunks, because a lot of times uh, entering into something, a lot of ventures that I've, you know, felt that I wanted to take control of or wanted to go out and try to accomplish are pretty big. And, you know, eating an elephant or apple, you do it the same way as one bite at a time. So setting deadlines for smaller things and things will gradually get done. And that was one of the things that truly benefited me and even having bringing them up in business meetings of okay so this is the project this is what this is what i accomplished last week this is what i need to do this week do you ever miss um your nine to five um for the most part absolutely not the only thing i miss about it is um i knew i knew like i for a lot i'm trying to figure out i was an expert at what i did i was an expert in my field so um uh, figuring out uh, or being challenged in something that I was, I knew everything about and being, uh, I still miss that. Uh, sometimes I miss that challenge of, Oh, we can't figure out why this is doing this. So we got to figure out that, or we got engineering issues and we got to figure out how to make this whole thing work in this small space, going out and figuring that type of stuff out. I do miss that. Mm-hmm. That was something that is something that I, and I piece that I enjoy doing. Uh, but that's only the that's literally the absolute only part I miss. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. I miss seeing stuff that nobody gets to see. Mm-hmm. I got put on some projects and I saw some amazing stuff, machinery that ninety nine percent of the people in this world will never see. Uh, just projects, things from ground up. I miss that stuff. That's always interesting to see. I bet. Um, Tesha asks Angel. Uh, uh, will consider dropping an R&B song. There's one I'm actually writing. I'm going to let y'all hear it. Um, it goes, <laughs> think of like the horns kind of in. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you petty. Go ahead. Why? No, go. Answer. <laughs> Why am I petty? Because of what you started the next statement. Go ahead. Uh, think about the horns in Lucini. Uh, oh, the horn. Okay. This is it. So it's kind of like. I just want to stay in bed, curl up next to you instead. No more worries in my head, my head. Can we turn this day to night and block out all the sunlight? Wouldn't that be all right? All right. That's a part of it. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you, Kennedy. But it'll still have rap in there. But yeah, it's just a song about just wanting to get away from uh, all your responsibilities. I was thinking about a song that 
she's writing right now that made me laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, shoot. Shoot, 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 shoot. I know shoot, I lost shoot. my spot and it was too confusing. Uh, okay, here oh, we go. Shoot, Kennedy. <laughs> Advice for a person, thank working to come out of their shell to be more open but still guarded on social we've seen you transform on social media in that manner um you gotta uh are they trying to be more open on social media or just no? yeah on social like they, they oh, want to be able to still be guarded on social uh-huh. media but you, um yeah you can be open without letting everybody know your business um in my i think i was set and have an agenda of what it is that I want to be more open about and everything else can still be in the black. People don't need to know. They don't, they don't need to know. They don't need, if you don't want to have your kids on there, they don't even know you have to have kids, but what is your social media presence? Mm-hmm. Um, they like, I'd lived that way for a long time and I was perfectly fine with it. Um, angel, like even, uh, showing our kids face on camera, like angel was more willing to do that sooner than I was. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, nah, let's hold off a little longer. So we talked through that and, you know, respected each other's boundaries on that. But, yeah, that's the benefit of social media is um, you can put out exactly what you want to put out. And anything else, you can lock it away from it, protect it from social media. Mm-hmm. Just think about it like social media is an acquaintance. Yeah, acquaintance or a job. Mm-hmm. And people at your old job don't know everything about you. But they know some things about they you. They know something. They let they let They know what you let them know. Mm-hmm. Or an acquaintance. There's not a best friend that knows your friends and family. It's just an acquaintance. They only know what you tell them. Yeah. Period. Period. Um. Here we go. How did you two get Amar fully potty trained with being so booked and busy? His teacher made us just do it. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, he's ready. I was like, oh, okay. It was a teacher who's like a like a grandmother. Mm-hmm. Um, Amar had language really early. Oh, it's not really early. Amar had sophisticated language mm-hmm. early. Amar stopped peeing on himself at night at a certain time. The yeah. biggest thing was just go ahead and do it here at the house when, uh, like, go to the toilet at the yeah. house. And we did like no 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 draws or anything for a period of time. Yeah, um, that he wasn't really feeling that. That worked with the the twins more. He was just like, "Why is my penis out?" He wasn't really. No, no. Uh, he got to the point to where he felt uncomfortable peeing in something that wasn't a diaper. Yes, yes. So, so he did had underwear. bottoms on. Yeah, he had bottoms on. He just didn't have a diaper on, and he that's what made him go more and more. And then um, when he does go to the potty, that whole celebration thing mm-hmm. helped uh, me like giving examples like see your brother just went to the potty see i'm going to the potty we all go into the potty and then naturally he learned he did it much quicker than any of our other boys yeah no he was fast he was really fast he made this uh, up his mind and then he was like all right right. yeah even standing up at the toilet he was like he all of that happened real fast for him yeah um Okay, this is for me. Being that you grew up without a father, do you still mourn the fact that you will never have a daughter? Uh, not for yourself, but the fact that Tank is such a great father and you'll uh, never, uh, that got cut off. Well, thank you. Um, Sometimes, I yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I definitely still mourn that on occasion. Uh, I don't want any more kids, though. 
So that keeps me from that morning from taking on anything else. I only it's not the number of kids. It's the number of age that I am. I don't want for I want to still be active when my kids are 30. I want to hopefully still be here when my kids are 40. I lessen that chance the further I get older mm-hmm. having kids. So if we would have Marcus could have put quite a few more babies in me had we met even younger and started having kids. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have wanted to. It would have happened um, because he likes sex. Uh, <laughs> have like, we, Dang, again? Have right. we started having kids in our young 20s? I, I would have kept having babies until I had a girl. Um, but I'm being I'm 43. I I mourn the the fact that that was something I saw that did not happen. But mm. that's it. I, yeah. You know, I'm Gucci. Um, Christian Joy said, "Question for Marcus: um, If you don't mind, if you don't, I'm thinking, if you don't mind sharing, what is the thing the angel does that turns you on the most?" Oh, I would love to hear this. But believe it or not, it don't take a lot for angel to turn me on. Thanks. Like angel, uh, it's a, it's always the subtle things. Like we both like kisses on the face, forehead, eye, even the like the eye, eye uh, lid. The lid. Um. Yeah, it don't take much. I can't even say the thing that does it the most, other than you know, just some some heels and that How pink t shirt you be wearing. How she dresses that be turning me on. Yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, how she dresses. I tell you on today. And have question. you heard the new Uncle Nears news? I haven't. Okay, so we're gonna find that out when we finish here. Yeah. Um, Angel, can you speak more about your relationship with your biological father? How's communication? Is he close to the boys? I cannot speak more about. No, I'm just <laughs> actually spoke to him today and he's like, you, you said you remember you said you're going to send a picture of that baby. Like he always wants pictures of Amar because uh, Amar would probably be the youngest grandchild. I don't even know. Um, we cool. We're cordial. He came to the tour. He met my husband. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, <gasps> he met a uh, little Marcus <laughs> before he hasn't met the other kids. So, yeah, we cool. I mean, he's old. I don't know how many years the Lord's going to have. Hell, I don't know how many years the Lord's going to have any of us on this earth. Right. Uh, But I would like for us to be able to keep our relationship at about this level, which would be good. So I speak to him probably once a month. He calls more than that, but I don't always pick up because I'll be busy. But I love that he's putting in an effort. The reason why we talk is because he calls me. Yeah, he does put in effort. Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, L. Adams said tank 67 or 65 Mustang GT. 67, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of 64 and a half, 65 Mustangs. Okay. Um, that was yeah. all the questions. Huh? I said, was it all of them? Thank y'all so much. That hey. was so good. I love it. That was fun. I'm glad y'all I'm glad y'all joined in with us. Yeah, that was good. See, see, see the benefit were, of Patreon. That's exactly what I was about to say. Oh, her asking these questions. Hey, you got a question you can't even ask because you're going to put it in the comments on the video. We ain't going to see that. And thank y'all. And listen, y'all <laughs> need to. Right. We ain't going to see. We ain't going to answer. Y'all need to thank Patreon. Y'all got to get a, hear a little snippet of a song that may one day come out. Uh-huh. Okay, because that wasn't going to happen. I might say, I got a question for you. Ooh. I think I've asked this before. Please. Um, You're singing voice uh-huh why do you like to sing in a much higher octave than you talk so you want me to sing you think i should sing right here no so no i'm just because it um you know you by anytime i like maybe you sing and i do that whole thing uh-huh. 
because I know this where you at, and even like lower t- lower octaves, your voice is absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Your voice is always beautiful, but that seems like an effortless like. So you were saying what I just did was like, why did I sing up that high? Yeah, that's where that's I, your go to though. Like I'm asking, why is that your go to? That's where a lot of w- female songs sit. There's very if you think about most women's songs. They're not low. Jasmine Sullivan sings low. Brandy now sings low. She didn't used to. Mm-hmm. She used to be sitting up in my room. Obviously, she hadn't finished with puberty. Um, <laughs> like she was eight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not a lot of people sing. Um, and yes, Tony Braxton. Yeah, Tony, Tony Braxton. Tony Braxton is very white. It's very few women. Beyonce sometimes will go in the basement, but Beyonce likes to show off the vastness of her range. But for the most part, most mm-hmm. songs for women are just so. What you, when you're hearing me sing other people's songs, I'm just singing the note they're singing. Okay. So, I think you just like going up there, though. I like using. There's not many songs for me to sing where you want it's me to plenty. sing. Because even men's songs, they end up going out of my range. So it's just like, well, if I just sing it the octave higher, it's in my range the entire time. Give me some Barry White real quick. Uh, I was about to sing Al Green. I was Same like. Same him. Ah, <laughs> so you'd be up there. I'm so in love I'm so with you. in love. I'm not. Hold up. Hold up. But you, you even hold your ear <laughs> like you got on a headset. <laughs> no. You know what the ear is for? What is it? It's so that you can hear yourself inside of your head. Okay. Like in the shower. It is all right with me. Tell them where they can find you. Hey, y'all can find me on Instagram at Marcus Ann on the gram, Facebook at Marcus Ann on the book, TikTok at Tank Don't Talk. Y'all can find my beard and body butter called Man Shit. You can go to M A N S H Y T dot com and check that out. And uh, y'all can find me on my other podcast, Patreon, which was filming right after this on Tanksley TV called Let Us Tell It. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Babe, go and let them know where they can find you. Um, you can find me um, sitting up in my room. No, you can find me at That Chick Angel pretty much across all platforms. Angel the Actress on uh, X or Twitter, as it's called now. I go on there probably once a week just to see if PayPal is going to release my account, which they still haven't. Um, you know, I already know the other podcasts. Here's the thing, The Bulge and the Beautiful. You can check those out. Again, you can join our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash that chick angel hoop mob in that chick angel collaborations or the hoop mob will be coming out. Mob M O B M O B B M O B B. Um, it'll be coming out on the 20th. Unless you are a member of my Patreon, you'll get early access on the 19th. There's some beautiful pieces that you're not going to want to miss. And, um, yeah, I do believe that's all and everything. We look forward to seeing you next time. And now let me tell you about the cars because Kennedy didn't tell me to remind me. (laughs) Kennedy's like, oh, yeah. There's a couple of y'all who got it right. The Charger is where most people got it wrong. The Charger is little Marcus. That's my sensible child. The Tesla would be the adorable side Mm -hmm. because he said the Tesla was waterproof. And I was like, I don't think it is. And most of you all got it right. That Lambo's going to be Kai because that baby, he is so full of himself. And I want him to get even fuller of himself. And I hope he gets a Lambo. And I'm going to remember the day he died. I was like, in 2023 in October, you said you want a Lambo. And, baby, you got it. So, uh, yeah. 
Those 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 are our boys. I can see him now. It's like going to pick up something <laughs> at the grocery store or low or Home Depot or something. It's just like, Dad, it won't fit. <laughs> like no no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love everything about that baby. All right, y'all. Until next Wednesday, we our podcast is not off, so we'll be back yeah, live. We'll be here, right so here live. We'll see uh so Patreon, we'll see y'all next Monday for the main episode. Um regular folk that we still love. We'll see y'all next Wednesday and Patreon. Mm-hmm. Be on the lookout. We got some new content coming exclusively for you that will not be released to the public this yeah. week. And stay tuned, Patreon, because we got two episodes of Let Us Tell It that's about to go up on Patreon. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. Y'all have a good one, fam. Bye. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.